I should be glad we're not live uh, recording right now because you will see this celebration going on in the studio today. <laughs> Lots of laughs, huh? Right here in the compound. Oh, watch that word. Uh-oh. Say that word. Oh. Yeah. How many you feel like shouting for joy? Huh? There's an old saying, ain't no party like a Holy Ghost party. <laughs> GP, are you with me? Hey. <laughs> Let's get it started. Yo, my name's Andrew Lozano, that Messianic Hispanic. This is your brother, Frank Marquez. <laughs> we are here enjoying another episode recording of our podcast. Welcome you guys here who have been listening, tuning in, sharing our podcast. Hey, I want to thank you also for being faithful to listening to your ministry, your ministry, Voices of the Street, because you're that voice also. Be a voice, baby. Hey. Hey, so uh, something that's that's kind of been in my heart for a while, Brother Frank, and, and this has been for several years now, and, and it's part of the reason why Voices of the Streets had to become... Who, who God has called us to be, which is that voice crying out in the streets. Um, and when I say crying out, I don't mean like boo-hooing boo out here. We are a voice that is yelling. We are a voice who are making it known who God is. We are going out unashamed, sharing the love of God. Yes, 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 yes. Sharing the, the, the true, the truth of the word of God. Yes. Uh, the word says, uh, Jesus said that he is the truth, the way, and the life. And hey, the truth shall make us free. Amen. 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 And my brother said we go out into the wilderness to reach out to those that are lost, to reach out to the brokenhearted, the forgotten, the ones that want to commit suicide, the ones that just can't say no to drugs no more, the ones that are brokenhearted and just kicked out and got nowhere to go. Those are the ones that need Jesus Christ. Amen. Those are the ones that need the help. And need to be seen, the love of God. You know that that reminds me of the, of the scripture here, brother Frank. I, I I don't have the address off the top of my head, but uh, it says that he came to seek and save. Hold on, here it is. Came to seek and save that which was lost, amen, amen. lost. And I guarantee you, brothers and sisters out there, man, I was lost. Mm. He came to seek and save me, me from what myself hey, come on yeah i was causing destruction on myself hmm. you know i told a story that one time about uh me and my brother killing that chicken oh yeah <laughs> and he took off running with no head and i had his head in his hand my hand and his body was flapping everywhere and 
the head was yelling still my hand and i'm like what the heck and the body just out of control my brother's chasing it right behind it it's a funny sight to see you know i still remember as a little kid but i told myself doesn't that chicken knows he's dead and, you know and that's the way i felt too when i was walking in sand and everything else i was walking around as a zombie a dead man walking literally without christ in my life yes sir, you know yes, sir. and that's what the people that we're reaching out right now to realize that those people that, you know, the Bible tells us, for the wages of sin is death. That's your payment. Come on. That's your yeah. payment. You're it, clocking in and you're clocking out with sin, living in sin, swimming in sin. Your payment is death. You're walking around in death, brother. You're walking around in death. And then we come to bring the gospel. We come to bring the love of Jesus Christ. We come to you to bring you the grace that Christ had provided Hello. for us on the cross to give it to you that you would be once again, live, may well, saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. Set free, amen, amen. You know, one, one topic, if we're going to speak truth, we have to speak truth. If we're going to be real, we have to be real. You know, guys, not one time during any of these segments have we ever asked you guys to donate a single dollar because we're not in this to make money. We're not, no. We don't preach the gospel to profit. We don't preach the gospel to get rich. This is not a money scheme. We're here to speak the truth. You're going into yeah, prisons, truth, yeah, right? preaching to the homeless. We don't get no money. A lot of times we come out of pocket, out of pocket, but the majority of the time it's our Father, is God, is it's it's Him that provides everything that we need to feed His people, to give back, to go, to put gas in our vehicles, to go and go and go and to be who He's called us to be, Amen. the light in a dark place. So, guys, if we're going to speak truth, let's be real. There's been a big lie that's been spoken in a bunch of these churches. You know, we're in Houston right now, Houston, Texas. And so um, there's a lot of mega churches here. We're one of the largest cities in the nation. Houston, one of the largest cities, top five. And, and, and one thing about these mega churches that they teach you is like this super hyper grace or or grace you know and and it's and it's all about grace 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 but they're not sharing what grace is all they're doing is telling you it's okay keep doing yeah. what what you're doing you want to smoke your weed that's fine that's cool you want to get drunk that's fine that's cool you want to uh, continue in a relationship with the same sex that's cool that's fine you want to do all this thing that's cool that's fine keep doing what you're doing put money in the offering plate your sins are forgiven just ask god to for forgive you and you're fine keep on selling the drugs it's okay god sees your heart these are all things that sound beautiful but it's contrary to what the word is it's contrary to what the word is saying and and I'm gonna I'm, I, I, I'll, I'll encourage you guys if you don't have a Bible, if you're listening to this on, on your on your phone, um, uh, one of your podcast stations on your phone. If you're doing this on your computer, if you're doing this, um, however you're you're hearing this podcast, uh, if you have another phone or if there's a Bible in the room, pick it up. And I want you to turn to Titus. That's in the New Testament. It's right before Revelations. It's it's. Actually, right before, uh, what is it? Uh, it's right by Philemon Philemon, and, and Timothy. Timothy. So it, it's Titus. It's this really small book. Literally, it's five or four chapters. No, three chapters. It's a really small book. 
but it's a very important book that is very it's not strategic it's specific on what grace is intended for grace is not intended for you to keep living your life of sin and asking god to to forgive you there are entire religions that are based off of it's okay god will for, forgive you grace yeah and they and they call that grace i'll tell you what that's not grace that is not grace matter of fact when you continue in sin you are now entered into another level which is called witchcraft it's m manipulation it's manipulating the word of god which is witchcraft we cannot abuse grace you want to find out what grace really is you want to know the gospel of grace you want to know what, what what the bible version of grace is go to titus chapter 2. i'm going to start with verse 11. you ready drum roll for the grace of god has appeared bringing salvation to all men training us to deny ungodliness and worldly desires come on i'm going to read that one more time in verse 12. chapter 2 verse 12 says training us to deny ungodliness and worldly desires to live in a manner that is self-controlled and righteous and godly in the present age 2021 we wait for the blessed hope and appearance of the glory of our great god and savior messiah yeshua jesus christ he gave himself for us so that he might redeem us Amen. from every lawless deed Amen. every lawless deed and so that he might purify for himself a chosen people zealous for good deeds yes <clears throat> it says so communicate these things and encourage <coughs> says so communicate these things and encourage and correct with complete authority let no one look down on you correct and encourage this is grace this is grace correct and encourage man get a highlighter and highlight correct whatever your version says correct self-control not losing your temple your temper it says being righteous in this present age deny worldly desires deny the things of the world that's grace mm. brother that's grace sister that's grace deny ungodliness well, I like that scripture. I'm glad you read that again because it didn't say some particular or any other word, ungodliness. It said ungodliness, meaning all ungodliness, because there ain't nothing ungodly in Christ Jesus. Amen. You know, it's all pure and holy. And matter of fact, in one of the stories in the Bible, Jesus even turns around and says, grace turns around and says, go and sin no, no more. more. In other words, it was bad the first time. If you continue to keep sinning, it's going to be worse the second time. And it comes with a warning in there. Because now, even the other scripture says, it was better for you not to know the word of God 
than to know it and continue in an ungodly way. Ungodly way, you know what I mean? And so it's it's a stricter stricter uh, restriction. You know what I mean? Uh, stricter. Uh, what do I want to say the word? Um, rep, not reputation, but uh, Jesus here. Um, chastisement. Let's just say it. it's just a stricter chastisement upon us. Uh, <clears throat> now, one also says the word uh, grace has been thrown around so many times. Um, like my brother were saying here that you continue to keep sinning and sinning. And they coat it up with sugar coated with grace and grace, grace will cover this and grace will cover. Well, it's true that grace will cover, but when you repent of it, there is no more. What does it say? Remission of the blood. If it's continue to continue to continue unconfessed sin, there isn't. You know what I mean? You continue. You ask God to forgive you of one sin, and you continue to keep doing it, continue to keep doing it, continue to keep, to keep doing it, and asking God to continue over and over and over and over and over and over. So the Lord is going to say, I'm not going to forgive you. I'm going to wait. I'm going to paraphrase it because this is the way I, I believe the Lord would talk to me. Nothing. I'm going to wait until you're ready to get that out of your heart and really want me to forgive you, and then I forgive you because I'm pouring this cup right here. It's got all the blood that you need for the rest of your life, and as you keep pouring it on the floor and pouring it on the floor because you want forgiveness of it, I said, no, nah, it's just a waste of the blood. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm doing, the wasting of the blood of Jesus Christ. And when I don't, when I tell God, I confess my sins and forgive me of it, but I continue to go back like a dog goes back to his vomit. Mm. That doesn't cut. It doesn't cut. Now, we talked about hell. We talked about um, getting right with God. And we, we, and we steady do this because, man, it's an ongoing race. It's an ongoing thing. A lifestyle of living in the righteousness of God. We have to take away the world. We have to stop loving all the stuff inside of it. I say that. You may say, well, uh, I don't love the world and things of the world. Then why do you work so hard on trying to get that brand new stuff and, you know, keep up with this and have the best the best uh, 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 appliances or whatever it is for? You know what I mean? And trying to keep up, again, like I said, the Jones and all that kind of stuff. There's many people who have designer names and all that kind of stuff. That stuff is good to have. Don't worry. God wants you to have the best and everything. It's about how the way you go about it without God. You know what I mean? So, like I said, I was going to say, uh, <clears throat> so we're talking about grace here now because uh, we want you to know to let you know that when you abide in Christ, as you walk in your struggle with the Lord, my, Jesus says, my grace is sufficient for you. Okay? So, and a lot of Christian people use that too. <laughs> but I want to tell you that God's grace is sufficient for you in your daily walk with the Lord. As you stumble, you get back up and you begin to start walking with God. There's victory over sin. Amen. You have that victory. Amen. And one of the scriptures I was telling my brother too, I can't remember exactly where it's at, but Jesus said, he was, he was be of good cheer for I have overcome the world. Overcome. You know, he says, I've overcome it. Now think about that. If Christ have overcome the world and all his troubles and all his tribulations and everything else, while you are hidden in Christ and you're doing your daily walk with him, he says, hey, remember this. I've overcome it. And as you abide in me and I'm in you, you overcome it also. Amen. You know? Amen. Says he has overcome the world. You know, I'm not willing to compromise I'm not willing to compromise my walk with God by sugarcoating a message, sugarcoating the gospel for you. We're talking about sexual desires. I'm talking about of uh, uh, physical desires of of consuming these things of the world. Yeah. Okay. These things are going to walk you straight into hell if you don't repent. 
You see, what I've shared this plenty of times in the other episodes we have. It took me eight years of, of going to church as a Christian and actually finding out what repentance really was. I thought the whole time repentance was saying, I'm sorry, forgive me. Um, okay. But yet I, I would continue and do what I was doing for those eight years because nobody ever really told me what repentance was. Repentance is changing your whole mind. My whole life, I thought this was right. I've got a 180. Turn the other way. And the military, they say, about face. So I have to turn the other way from the ways I was thinking before. I have to realize that's wrong. Whatever desires you're chasing, whether it's for cars, material things, whether it's for your sexual pleasures and desires, whatever it is, stop, turn, acknowledge God. I shared that in, in the last episode. And, and, and when you do that, when, when you turn around, when you go the other, the other way, you've changed your mind, you've repented now. Now that grace has, has, has washed away your past. Now keep walking. Don't stop. If you take a look at, at our logo, you'll see all these things in the back of, uh, of our logo, all these evil words. Uh, lust, alcohol abuse, drug abuse, addictions, all these things on the back of, of this man who's walking on, on, on our logo. It's all the things that should be falling off of us as we walk towards him. We're walking towards God. All these ungodly things begin to fall off of us. And that's the grace that covers us. As we continue our walk, as we keep moving forward, we don't yes. stop. That's when the grace is there. You know, the, the Bible tells us also that he casts your sins into the deep part, part of the sea. Well, that you can remember them no more. It's in the deepest part of the sea that nobody can get to. Okay? No one. Nobody can get to. Brother, sister, woman of God, man of God, who I'm talking to you right now, stop remembering the sins of your past because you couldn't get it right. Now that you're in the Lord and you want to make things right and everything else like that, okay, make your life right with the Lord. Let God lead you into these other things. If God's going to fix the marriages, let him fix it. If God's going to do this and God's going to do that, let the Lord do it. Because it seems like a lot of people also forget that how much God's grace is sufficient for them is just they cannot forgive themselves for what they did wrong in life and cannot fix it. Yeah. Stop, get up, move forward. Keep going. The race ain't done yet. You know what I mean? So continue to keep doing your walk with the Lord. Stop going back fishing and putting, the, bringing out that stuff that Jesus down, pulled down in the water to, to forgive you, to make you forget and everything. Because uh, those things are just hindering you when you walk with Christ. Yeah. And a lot of that times it turns into bitterness. It turns into uh, weaknesses as far as depression, you know, and you can't let it go. And that's how bad it gets because you're condemning yourself. You're condemning yourself. Over and over and over because you're listening to the lies of the devil who's saying that God has not forgiven you and, and all that other stuff. You know what I mean? Some people even turn to suicide because of this thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what I'm telling you right now, God's grace is that grace is for you for salvation. God's grace is given to you for uh, not only the remissions of your sins, but forgiveness of your sins. Okay? Yeah. So forgive yourself just like Christ has forgive you. He sees you pure, white as snow, because he sees you through his eyes. Because why? Because you're covered under the blood of Christ. Continue to keep walking. Continue to keep going. 
and, and, and this one right here is going to be a big pill to swallow. <clears throat> we all hate, we all know what those big pills are. We hate swallowing them big old pills, but here it is. You ready? Forgive the Christians that have hurt you. Oh man. Yeah. Forgive the pastors, the leaders mm. that have hurt oh, you. Forgive them. Release them. <laughs> Let them go. Bless them. That's grace. Oh, man. That's grace. <clears throat> Forgive the ones that called you the Christian brothers and sisters that called you a devil because they could not understand what the Holy Spirit was doing in your life or is doing now in your life. Forgive them because they're jealous. Forgive your brother, your natural brother, and your natural sisters, for they don't understand God like the way you do. You know what I mean? So you got to forgive. Continue to keep going. Amen. You know, Frank, you had mentioned to me earlier before we started to uh, to record here in Revelation chapter 7, and something that really stood out to me here. This is in Revelation chapter 7, and I'm going to start with verse 14. Okay? And... Um, it says, then he said to me, these are the ones coming out of the great tribulation. Yes. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb. Hold on now. That's that's crazy to me, Frank, that their clothes are white robes, but they were washed with red blood. <laughs> How does man, you put a red sock in the white clothes, everything turns pink. <laughs> but here God is so amazing that his blood is so pure it turns white. it turns hey. it turns our clothes white come on now man on. that's his blood his blood it says for this reason they are before the throne of God and they serve him day and <clears throat> night in his temple the one seated on the throne uh, on the throne will shelter them. They shall never again hunger. You ever been hungry, Frank? Come on, man. Nor thirst. You ever been thirsty, Frank? Oh, yeah. Anymore. The sun shall not beat down on them. Mm, you ever been out in the heat? Yeah. You ever been out in the sun? It says the sun shall not beat down on them, nor any scorching heat. For the lamb in the midst of the throne shall shepherd them and guide them to springs of living water and God shall wipe away every tear from their eyes. Mm. I love that scripture too, because especially when guys, you guys know what I used to be locked up. So if a lot of guys are probably listening to girls too. They've been in prison. I always know that when you wore them white clothes, them tight whites to church and everything else, this scripture was read sometimes, and it reminded you, when you came to Christ, this is you. Because you made a choice and a decision to follow Christ, set yourself apart, and to be a living sacrifice for him. Amen. And that's what it reminds us each and every day as we go through our lives. That God has a select and elect people. And no man can come to God unless he draws you to him. And I'm telling you right now, if God is calling you right now to come into his fold, you better hurry up and do it because time is ticking. Only the Lord knows, only God knows when Jesus Christ is coming back. But I'd, I'd rather be caught with the Lord than without the Lord. That's right. You know, and I want to encourage each and every one, man. Uh, you feel God tugging into your life. God's telling you to stop selling dope, do it. 
If God's telling you to stop cheating on your wife, do it. If God's telling you to be a better husband, a better father, a better brother, a better sister, do it. Because, you know, that is a call from the Lord calling you out. And I pray that you answer that call because if not, it's going to be too late for you, brother. You're going to have to go through some horrible stuff in order to reach out, in order to allow God to work in your life. And I'm asking, telling you right now, please do it now. Save yourself the trouble. I've been down that road and it hurts, brother. You lose a lot of things, but you gain God. And that's the best part that you're going to love the more. Now, for those who are selling drugs, I know you live in life in paranoid. I know you're looking out that window every day, checking to see if the cops are watching you and everything. You can't even go outside without driving your car in, 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 in peace because you feel like a cop's going to pull you over or something like that. Why live your whole life like that when you can live it in peace in Christ Jesus? Amen. I can sleep good. I get eight more than eight hours a day of sleep. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm not paranoid no more like that. You know, I, I'm not worried about a thing if a cop decides to pull me over because I know who I am in Christ and Amen. I know what side of the field that I'm on now. I live in peace. I live in joy. I live in happiness. Hallelujah. And that's all made through Christ. Hallelujah. You know, guys, I want to close it out with this last verse right here. And it's also in the book of Revelations, chapter 21. I'm going to start with verse 4. Actually, no, verse 3. It says, I also heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling of God is among men, and he shall tabernacle among them. They shall be his people, and God himself shall be among them and be their God. He shall wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death, and death. One more time, and death shall be no more, nor shall there be mourning or crying or pain any longer, for the former things have passed away. Hey, man, that's my little boy out there in the background. I love recording. He's back there making his little noises. But uh, And the one seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. New, brothers, new sisters. He's making everything new. Praise God. Praise Amen. God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hey, guys, if this segments are touching, pulling at your heart, please give it a, a like, uh, share it. Let us know. Leave a comment. Let us know how this is uh, blessing you. If you're being blessed, share these episodes, guys. Help us share the word of God. Be a voice. Be a voice. Everywhere you go. Amen. This again is Andrew Lazano, the Messianic Hispanic. And your brother, Frank Marquez. Hey, guys, stay tuned for much more to come in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God.